Today on the show, it's all about suggestions for supporting your sighted supporter. This is Life After Sight Loss Radio, Episode 52. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews. We talk life advice, encouragement, emotional support, relationships, technology, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Thank you so much for joining me this week on episode number 52. We're talking about supporting your sighted supporters. Many times we talk about ways to support the VIP, but this week we're flipping the script and talk about sighted supporters and how we support them. Also, we're going to talk about audio description on Netflix, and we're going to talk about an air fryer. Is it good for us? Is it useful? What is it all about? We're going to talk about that, so stick around. But before we jump into everything, as always, just a reminder that you can find today's show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 052. Show notes includes links, information, ways to subscribe, and stay connected. So make sure you hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 052. If you follow me over on Facebook at lifeaftersightloss.com slash Facebook, then you'll know that the last few weeks I've been releasing a video on Fridays, just calling it Facebook Friday. And yeah, it's a clever name. It's, you know, F's and it's great. Anyway, Facebook Friday. And this week or this past week on Facebook Friday, I did something talking about how to find audio description on Netflix because Netflix is like top of the tier when it comes to audio description. All of their original series, all of their original movies, a ton of stuff on there has audio description. And what's great about Netflix is they've made a category just for audio description. You know, categories like TV, movies, action, comedy, all that stuff. If you scroll down to the bottom, there's one called audio description. So you can check out, there's like 500 some odd things in there that you can check out and they've got audio description, TV, movies, documentaries, all this stuff. It's great. You can check it out. Netflix is wonderful. So if you'd like to check that out, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 052 so you can check that out. Because I think sometimes when we're sitting around and we're bored and we're like, what can I do? Watching TV may not be the first thing we think about, but it is a great thing because there's so much audio description out there, especially on Netflix, and it's just rolling and rolling and rolling. So I encourage you to go out and watch that video and check that out. And maybe you're thinking about how can I watch TV? Maybe you're thinking about how can I make dinner for my family? Maybe you're thinking about how am I going to walk to the mailbox? Well, I would love to help you out with that. Just visit my coaching page at lifeaftersightloss.com slash coaching and find ways to connect with me so that I can join you, come alongside of you on your journey of sight loss and help you find not only ways to get audio description on Netflix, but all kinds of other great stuff as well. So today, the release day of this podcast is April 18th. Now, you may be listening to this way after April 18th, who knows, but April 18th is actually my wife's birthday. And so 
When I was thinking about doing a podcast, I was like, oh, my wife, you know, let's celebrate her. She's great. She's been a fantastic sided supporter in my life and just all best friend, wife, all that sort of thing. And I thought, how can I honor her in this podcast episode? And she said, why don't you talk about me? And I was like, yeah, okay. And I would love to talk about her for an hour. But I thought, how can I honor her and still make valuable content for the people listening to the podcast? So I thought, you know what? There are so many articles and resources out there for ways to help your friend or loved one who's losing their sight. You know, here's some tips on helping them. Here's some tips on being, you know, kind. Here's some tips on whatever. And often it never focuses on the sighted supporter. So like I said at the top of the show, today we're going to flip the script and we're going over some suggestions I have for you to support your sighted supporter. Because my wife and my kids and my family, they've all been fantastic sighted supporters. I have a great family connection, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. Hopefully, you've got at least one or two people in your life that are sighted supporters. And because my family's been great, I want to you know support them in any way I can. And so today, I'm going to give you five suggestions on how to support your sighted supporter. So without further ado, let's jump in to those suggestions. First up on the list, we've got be patient. Be patient. So many times we talk about how the sighted supporter needs to be patient with a VIP, and that's true, but it works both ways. You need to be patient with your sighted supporter because their life is changing too. You know, maybe they're getting upset with you because uh, something's just happened. Maybe they're getting a bit annoyed. Maybe they're getting a bit aggravated. Maybe who knows what, but they're going through a lot of stuff. You know, spouses have to take over a lot of responsibility. Parents have to do things that they weren't prepared to do. It just takes a lot of time to get used to the new sort of roles that everybody is going to play and that takes time. And so when you're in a situation where maybe your sighted supporter is getting a bit frustrated and annoyed, they're maybe at a restaurant, you're wanting them to read the menu and you got little kids and they're trying to wrangle them in and you know there's a whole bunch going on. It's like, can you just read this menu? And they're like, just hold on. Then it's time to be patient. You know, okay, I get it. You got stuff going on. I, you know, it's not all about me. Even though sometimes when you lose your sight, it feels like it's all about you. It's like, hey, I'm losing my sight. It is all about me. Gosh darn it. But the truth is, it's not all about you. And so you want to be patient with your sighted supporter. So find ways that you can, you know, see what's going on and then say, you know what? I'm just going to let it go here a little bit and be patient with that sighted supporter. Cause trust me, that will go a long way. Secondly, you want to be honest. Be honest. Now, in this situation, it could be a lot of different things. It could be being honest about your feelings. It could be being honest about how to help you, uh, being honest and saying like, no, I don't need this help. You know, whatever it is, being honest. Now, you want to be honest with kindness in your voice, with love and, you know, gratitude, but you want to be honest. Like, hey, I'm feeling very upset. I'm feeling very sad. Uh, Hey, can you help me do this? Hey, I don't need your help with this. Whatever it is, you want to be open and honest because if you're in a situation where you know stuff is happening then what can happen is you're not being honest they don't know how to read your mind and then you're in a fight because you couldn't just say hey help me with this or don't help me with this be honest with them share exactly what you're feeling share exactly the help you need the help you don't need you know that sort of thing be honest with your sighted supporter and that way you're expecting them to be honest with you So you're starting the whole process like, hey, here's a good example. I'm being honest, so be honest with me. Even though it might hurt when they're like, hey, I'm annoyed that you're blind. That might (laughs) might hurt your feelings. But in the long run, you started a dialogue that's honest, and that's really what's most important. Number three goes right along with this, and that's to be 
open. Be open. Now, some of this is being open with your feelings. You know, being open and saying, hey, I'm an open book. Here's what's going on in my heart. Here's what's going on in my mind. I'm, I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling whatever. You're being open with your sighted supporter and just, you know, here it all is. But also being open to what's going on in their life as well. Maybe they want to go do something and you're like, well, I'm blind now. Why would we do that? It's like, you need to be open to the opportunities that are presented in front of you. Maybe your sighted supporter loves to go driving through the forest when the leaves change. Well, when you're visually impaired, that road trip is sort of boring, especially if you've recently lost your sight. You're almost angry and bitter that you can't participate anymore. Maybe you felt that way. If you haven't, kudos to you. I, sh- I sure have. But, you know, it's like, this is boring. Why would I want to do this? But you got to be open to the idea that your sighted supporter still likes things that are sight related. They're not just going to drop all of the sighted things because you're visually impaired. They still like sighted things, and that's okay. So be open to doing things with them, trying new things. Be open because that will keep the relationship you have with your spouse, with your parents, with your friends, with your kids. That'll keep that relationship open, and that is a really good thing. Number four, my suggestion is to be encouraging. Be encouraging. Encourage your sighted supporter. Let them know that, hey, they're doing a good job and you're grateful for them and you're thankful for them. Yeah, sometimes you have to be honest and tell them, oh, that was you did a crap job on that one. Help me, you know, whatever. But be encouraging when they do good things or, and I don't even mean always about your sight loss, you know, because it could just be like, be encouraging when they help you good or whatever. But I mean all the time, be encouraging, be supportive of them. Like if they're going out and doing things on their own, be encouraging of that. Like, hey, you should do that. You should go hang out with your friends and, you know, get away from all this for a little while. Because sometimes when somebody loses their sight, it can cause chaos in the family and everybody's fighting all the time. And it's like, you know what? I just need a night away. So be encouraging of that sighted supporter. I know that might be difficult when you're visually impaired, especially at first, because you're like, I don't want people to leave. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to be by myself. That's a bit scary. And I get that. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But there's got to be moments when your sighted supporter takes a break. Especially if your sighted supporter is, you know, a friend or, you know, especially kids or something, they need a break as well. It's okay for them to help you and, and, you know, that sort of thing, but they got to be kids. And that goes for your spouse as well. They've got to be themselves. And so I just encourage you to be encouraging of them. I'm encouraging you. You'll encourage them. They'll encourage somebody else. It's a whole pay it forward thing. So take time out of your day and be encouraging to your sighted supporter. And finally, number five on our list is to be yourself. And I know that might sound a little odd, like, what do you mean be myself? Is that a good thing, bad thing? Be yourself. Look, you're already in a place where your whole life is changing. You're in a spot where now maybe you can't drive anymore. You're in a spot where maybe your job is over. You're in a spot where you're going to do things differently. Your spouse, your kids, your parents, they're all going to do things differently. Your roles are going to change. Things are changing, right? And so I just encourage you to be yourself as much as possible. Your spouse, your family members, your friends are already feeling a bit shaky because of all the changes. They don't like the changes. You don't like the changes. Nobody nobody loves the change of sight loss. But if you'll take time just to try to be yourself, you know, just be funny if you're funny, you know, be sarcastic and and laugh with each other and and be whatever whatever it is you are, 
be that because so often we get so focused on the sight loss that it's like, oh, my whole life's about sight loss now. And we've talked about that before. It's not. Your whole life's not about sight loss. So be yourself. Be that person that was you when you were sighted. It's just that same person, only you can't see as well. So be yourself around your sighted supporters so that all of the changes going on, you know, with all of those things happening, you at least have some common consistency with who you are because who you are isn't changing. Yes, your sight's changing and that stinks and you're going to have to adapt things and, you know, it's going to affect your life 100%. But be yourself in those moments so that your spouse, your kids, your family, your friends can hold on to that and say, you know what, Jimmy's losing his sight, but he's still Jimmy. Yeah, he's going through some sadness. He's going through some anger. He's going through those things, but I can still know who he is because Jimmy is being himself. So there you go, my friends. Five suggestions on supporting your sighted supporter. Real quick, one more run through. Number one, be patient with your sighted supporter. Number two, be honest with your sighted supporter. Number three, be open to things with your sighted supporter. Number four, be encouraging of your sighted supporter. And number five, be yourself with and around your sighted supporters. Now, obviously, this is just a very kind of generic list, and there's some specifics in there, but I just want you to know that your sighted supporter is going through a lot of stuff as well. You know, your boyfriends and girlfriends, your parents, your friends or whatever. And sometimes they have trouble dealing with it. Now, look, sometimes people are just rude and they don't, you know, they're just like, here, I'm bleh. it's like, that was rude. Calm down. But sometimes they're struggling with it and they don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to help. And so grant them a little grace, be patient, be honest, be all of those things and more because that will make your relationship forefront. And it won't just be about the sight loss. Your whole life can seem to center around that sight loss, especially at first. And so I just encourage you to not focus on sight loss itself, but focus on the relationships you have with those sighted supporters so that those can be built and grow and just be awesome, even though you have sight loss in your life. A couple days ago, I posted a picture on my Instagram, and if you don't follow me there, just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash Instagram, and I posted a picture of some Brussels sprouts. Now, maybe you hate Brussels sprouts, but I posted a picture because I was making them in a new contraption I got called an air fryer. Now, maybe you've heard of an air fryer, maybe you haven't. It's basically a convection oven. It's got, you know, a thing with a big fan, and it blows hot air on the food, and it's supposed to be able to fry foods only with air. Now, full... You know, disclosure here, everybody, it's not going to fry your foods like oil is. It's just not. I mean, that's just not how it's going to work. Nothing takes the place of oil. However, it does do a fantastic job with a lot of different things. I've cooked meat in there, french fries, Brussels sprouts, which, by the way, they turned out really good. If you like them crunchy, they're excellent in the air fryer. I could have seasoned them a little more, but, you know, that's my issue. I'll try again next time because I'll definitely make them again. And it's just a lot of different things that you can do in there. And why am I bringing up the air fryer on a show about sight loss? Well, because... Things like that can be actually very helpful to somebody who's visually impaired. Now, the air fryer that I got is made by New Wave. And if you've never heard me mention the New Wave before, I have something called a New Wave oven. I've done some videos on my YouTube channel about it. But it's a great device or, or you know, a great piece of equipment for visually impaired people. The only thing about the air fryer made by New Wave, uh, the buttons aren't tactile like the New Wave oven. They're flat, you know, no give, no feedback, nothing. Does have nice audio feedback button, you know, and good contrast, I will say, but no, you know, 
nothing like that. Uh, other than that, it's a great little device. You put your food in there, you click some buttons, and boom, you're cooking food. So if you've got an air fryer or maybe another contraption that you use, I'd love to hear about it because I think there are so many good things out there for visually impaired people now to use, to you know cook dinner, make snacks. I mean, be a part of the kitchen process because the kitchen can be a bit scary when you lose your sight. And so I just encourage you to try out something like an air fryer or you know look into something like a new wave or my wife has an instant pot i'm sure there's all kinds of great stuff out there so check that out i know this isn't necessarily technology in the sense of like a smartphone or a computer but it's technology nonetheless because it's helping us access things that we wouldn't have access to before so it's definitely great assistive technology so check out the air fryer the new wave the instant pot whatever it is and see about making dinner for your family tonight All right, guys. Well, we're rounding the corner here at the end of the podcast. And as always, I love hearing from you. I love getting emails. I love getting tweets. I love getting voicemail. All that. I just love hearing from people. I sincerely do. So if you've got an idea for a show, if you got a question you want to ask, if you've got a comment, I want to hear from you. And of course, today we're talking about supporting our sighted supporters. So if you've got a tip on supporting your sighted supporter, how do you help the people in your life that are helping you? I'd love to hear hear about it or anything else going on in your life. And you can do that a few different ways. You can email me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can tweet me at the Derek Daniel, or you can leave me a voicemail. And the number to do that is 317-721-1027. Leave me that voicemail with your information on there, and I'll feature you on the podcast. I'll hit the little play button, and people will hear your voice, and they'll be like, wow, they're famous. That's so awesome. So again, that number is 317 317- 721-1027. Hit me up, guys. I want to hear from you about anything you have going on in your life, and I look forward to hearing from you guys really soon. All right, guys. Well, a few housekeeping items here at the end of the podcast. As always, don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to the show, you got to do that. That way you don't miss another single episode. And good news, it's totally free. So hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 052. There are buttons right under the player for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. You can subscribe on Android. You can do that right there. And that way you won't miss another single episode. And if you'd be so inclined as to leave a rating and review in iTunes so that when people find the show, they'll be like, oh, this is what it's about, and it's from a real person. So check that out. Go to iTunes and leave a rating and review. I'd so appreciate it. And I mentioned contacting me earlier. Just hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact. You can find all my information, social media, email, voicemail, all that stuff at lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact, and I'd love to hear from you guys. And as always, guys, I sincerely appreciate you listening to the podcast. And don't forget that all the information found in today's episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of medical, professional, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.